Hello. Blue Suisse presents today's market analysis. Capital Markets Overview On Tuesday, European stocks rose more than 1% and rebounded from Monday's sell-off, supported by increasing banking and technology stocks. As domestic and U.S. 10-year government bond yields rose, the European Banking Index rose 3.4%. European technology stocks rose about 2.2%, and the Nasdaq Composite Index, dominated by technology stocks, fell more than 2% the day before. On the corporate side, chipmaker Infineon Technologies confirmed its 2021 revenue and said that driven by the demand for power chips for automobiles, data centers, and renewable energy power generation, it expects its performance to rise further next year. At the same time, the service industry and comprehensive purchasing managers index in France, Germany, and the euro area have slightly increased. In contrast, producer prices in the euro area remain high. The FTSE MIB index rose nearly 2% on Tuesday to close at 25,956 points. It fell in the previous three trading days and was boosted by the substantial rise in the banking industry that may raise interest rates in the short term. Nonetheless, investors continue to weigh concerns about slowing global growth and rising inflation, as well as the risks China Evergrande poses to the global financial system. The Standard & Poor's TSX Composite Index on the Toronto Stock Exchange rose slightly on Tuesday, trying to rebound from the 0.5% decline in the previous trading day, and energy stocks rose. WTI crude oil futures rose above US$79 per barrel for the fourth consecutive day, the highest level since November 2014. In terms of data, Statistics Canada said that the country's trade surplus widened to 1.94 billion Canadian dollars in August, exceeding expectations. Exports increased by 0.8%, setting a new record, while imports fell by 1.4%. The U.S. stock market rebounded on Tuesday, and after Monday's sharp drop, the Nasdaq index fell to its lowest level since June. The sell-off of technology stocks has eased because U.S. Treasury yields have hardly changed although concerns about slow growth, high inflation, and China's real estate industry remain. On the corporate side, Facebook's stock failed to maintain its pre-IPO gains. A day ago, Facebook's social media and messaging platforms were shut down. The Australian Stock Exchange 200 Index fell 30 points, or 0.41%, to close at 7,248 on Tuesday. It rose nearly 1.3% in the previous trading day, making up for the drop in early trading. Before this, Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison said that Australia would purchase 300,000 courses of Merck's antiviral pills, the first oral drug for treating new coronavirus-19. The Australian Drug Regulatory Agency approved the drug as expected to be marketed in Australia early next year. Regarding policy, RBA kept the cash interest rate unchanged at a historic low of 0.1% while continuing to plan to reduce government bond purchases to US$4 billion per week, at least until mid-February 2022. According to local data, job advertisements in Australia in September fell by 2.8% month-on-month to a six-month low of 189,272, the third consecutive month of decline. Globally, due to rising U.S. Treasury yields and technology stocks plummeting, the U.S. stock market fell sharply on Monday. Afterpay's share price fell 5%, to its lowest level in more than two months, 
while the share price of artificial intelligence company Appen Limited fell to its lowest level in three and a half years. The Hang Seng Index rose 76 points, or 0.32%, to 24,111 at midday on Tuesday. It fell to a nearly zero N-year low on the previous trading day. Almost all major industries were higher. There are reports that the Hong Kong Monetary Authority is exploring the first step of digital currency and seek feedback from the financial industry. According to reports, the Central Bank of China is also cooperating with the Hong Kong Central Bank to use the central bank's digital currency. Traders continue to pay attention to reports that Chinese real estate companies are struggling to earn enough income to repay debt interest, long before China's ever-grand debt crisis caused China's real estate industry to fall into trouble. That is all for today. Visit Blue Suisse website for more analysis for free. See you tomorrow.